0: Thank you. This is Darren McGuire, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting on Wednesday, September 24th, at uh, about a quarter to eight. So any news that happens after 9.30 on Wednesday night, we are not responsible for. And uh, also, uh, uh, I have to give you this. Our lawyers make us put that in. We don't have lawyers. We can't afford them. All we're saying is don't be upset if we're not newsworthy when you hear this on Thursday and go, but what about the casting of Wonder Girl and Robin? Uh, so, you know, I, we don't know. There's no such thing. I don't know. But, but I'll bet tomorrow that'll be the prediction mm-hmm. that someone will come in, mm-hmm. and it will be Taylor Swift as Wonder Girl. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we play Amazing Karnak I was betting she was going for Robin. Ooh, she'd be actually not a bad character. She's a little too old for Carrie Cull- She'd be a spoiler, though. She'd be uh, Stephanie Brown. Oh. So, anyway, uh, of course, uh, fabulous announcer, Our men, in Los Angeles. I'm Dave Costa. And across from me, literally hosting at the Brett Cave. Rick Brett Snyder. Indeed. And podcast producer. Why well, you put that in there? Just not My, my dis- lawyers demand it. I, well, I, I'm afraid of getting sued by you. you got time. you got time to pursue a lawsuit. So uh, <laughs> not everybody has that kind of time. So uh, anyway, we also say you're probably listening to this uh, for a variety of, of methods, be on iTunes, please subscribe to us, please rate us, and because that's how you get uh, you get listed uh, uh, on iTunes when people search. So the more ratings we have, uh, that'd be great, and Papa tell your friends. A new pair of likes. Well, yeah, that would be good. I'll settle for one first, and we'll see what happens. I don't want to be greedy. Uh, you can listen to us on the Stitcher app, and of course, you can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com, fanboyplanet. com, where you can also find an Amazon link to many of the things we talk about tonight or if you feel uh, we do say please do support your local brick and mortar store as they say your local small business uh, but you can also if you feel like considering us a small business please feel free to donate a little a couple of bucks here or there on the PayPal link. That's I'm trying also to figure
2: there. out how to get us a page on Ello.
0: Yeah I haven't followed that through thank you. I, I saw I, I s- give you an invitation. So. I know you did but I hadn't but I mi- somehow I missed it in the uh, you know, by the time I boot up my laptop at night, mm-hmm. the over one hundred emails to Fanboy Planet, many of which are by are are in some sort of foreign language and or from a Nigerian prince. Ah. Uh, you know, Say hi for me, do, <laughs> uh, yeah. He looks good in purple, and uh, you know. So I I caught it on my phone this yeah. morning and went, okay, that's good because I did want I did see an article on Lo and I was like, I want to check it out. So we shall see. Um, anyway. Uh, let's get to the meat of things. we got comics news. we got some uh, movie news. we got a, a little bit of movie news. And I realized that, by my joke up front, there was a little TV news I forgot to mention that broke this morning as well. So we will be as timely as we can conceivably be, people. And uh, let's start that, with uh, what? I
1: think we should start with recognition of the now-deceased Eric, the actor, who passed away on Saturday uh-huh. at the tender age of 39
0: who as I, every article I read uh, had far far outlived uh, Doctor's expectations and I don't mean that's to right. diminish that I think that's a great tribute to life I'm not sure that many of the people listening know necessarily
2: who Eric the actor is He's well easy then to you find know what they the can internet.
1: go look it up like yeah. they do with everything else that they
2: don't know no that's what we have you for <laughs> no this this meant a lot to Nate and I, I, appreciate and I, no, and
0: I appreciate that I'm just saying I'm, I'm asking Nate to explain to people who he is
1: Eric, the actor, was a regular caller to the Howard Stern Show. He quickly became a member of the Whack Pack. Uh, He was given until – doctors thought he wouldn't live past the age of 14. He had numerous afflictions, uh, one of which was that he was a little person. He was confined to a wheelchair. He was club-footed. He just had all kinds of different internal and external issues. Uh and despite all of that, he was the most cantankerous
0: person on the planet. Well no, I would I would consider him cantankerous <laughs> as a result of all that, really. Well, it was more
1: that he felt like he should be a star and should be treated like
2: one. Well, that was the thing that I heard. Uh, what I what I heard was Howard talking with someone they were saying how Eric came out right, right out from the beginning. Came out like he was Howard's equal.
1: Right. He the first call he made was that uh, the previous, the previous week or the previous show, Howard was saying that it was uh, American Idol season one or two. He was saying how Kelly Clarkson was overweight. I don't remember if it was during Kelly because Kelly Clarkson was on season one.
3: Yes. So he was. said something about her being. She overweight. He was the first champion. Right, I and know that.
1: Eric called up to defend her weight, and then that started a barrage of daily phone calls. Some of which were picked up, some of which were not. But it was always wanting to meet either someone on American Idol or be in a TV show. And he got a few roles. He was in Fringe. Um, that's probably the only. I think that was the only one that. What did he play on Fringe? Is nerdy. He was in. A scene in a subway. Uh, he played a homeless person who was yeah. sitting there, who gave somebody information, and then when they came back, his head blew up. Wow! I when saw, the Fringe team came and met yeah, up with them, yeah, I
0: saw a still of it. So was that the one with the butterfly? I don't know. I have to. Re- I still to finish Fringe. Uh, <laughs> Great you... show. Never no. should have been canceled. I I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I I don't know. <laughs> we could have, it's a whole separate debate. I like when shows actually end, when good shows end
2: mm-hmm. before they stop being good.
0: Well, uh, I
1: think they had to end it a little too quickly. I think it
2: got canceled, and they're like,
1: oh, we're canceled. Let's end this. Okay. Well, they
2: were they were going to be canceled, and then they wrote the, the final season, which took them forward in time. Yeah. And there's a paradox involved and stuff, so that's uh, – that was a good way to end it the whole season was it was building up to an end that was an end cool
0: well then to eric the actor i raised my double gulp
2: uh (laughs) he literally raised his double gulp (laughs) i did here here for for anything no
0: no uh unless 7-eleven would like to sponsor us in which case this is even less of a metaphor it's please sponsor us southland corporation um listen let's move on to actual comics then uh, which is uh, Rick is going to talk about the one comic book he ever sold. <laughs>
2: well, it's not about that. That's like a footnote to. No, it. no, no, no. I the, think I think am I this burying the lead? it's here? the personal touch. It's the personal <laughs> Look, touch. Kevin Eastman's company and uh, I think it's Kevin Eastman. Yeah, it's not Mirage Entertainment anymore. No, or, it's uh, Eastman Limited or something like that. Yeah. Um, has a has a, an eBay account. And on that eBay account is a copy, a graded 8.0, uh, graded copy of Teenage Ninja and Turtles number one. Uh, the current bid is $3,500. It's not met the reserve bid yet, but it's still got time. What is the reserve? I don't know. They, you oh, never, they that's oh. the bad thing about reserve. When I worked at eBay, everyone thought reserve had been a mistake and you know, no one there no one was still there who had made reserve pricing part of it, it was just such a mistake to do this. It's, a, it's an invisible price at which if they don't bid above it, you don't have to sell it. So you can say my price on this is my, I, it's an auction and you can start it out at a dollar, but if it doesn't meet $5,000, I don't have to sell it to you, but you never, never nothing on the uh, auction says $5,000. dollars i see. seen it's absurdly stupid. Um, but, in any case, he's used it for this. And the the related news here is that literally the only comic book I have ever sold. Now, I've lost comics. So you buried the lead. I've this had it. I've had comics destroyed. We understand this. I've loaned comics to people that have not come back. But the only comic that I have ever gotten cash for after the sale was my copy of Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles. It was just a couple years after it came out. I got $100 for it. And the funny thing was, I was just testing the waters to see, like, should I sell some of my comics?
0: Luckily, his reserve was ninety-nine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, no, no, I sold it. At, I sold it at Brian's Books. Brian put it up on the wall for me, and uh, okay. and you yeah, know, I think it took five dollars. So people. you were
0: testing the waters, and you didn't follow no, up I d- on that.
2: I didn't, uh, because afterwards I had so much regret, and because I have all the other ones. I got two through, I don't know, fifty. Which I probably, they're probably worth something, but I've never. Well, we don't know
0: because that price has not yet been met. We don't know what it's actually worth. We don't worth know what it's worth. In the eyes of Kevin Eastman. In any case. So uh, th- that is interesting. I can recall passing those books up. Yeah. Um, thinking, oh, what a clever idea. Funny,
2: but not buying mm-hmm. them. What was so cool about him back then, and people forget that Daredevil was hot just at the right at the same right, time. And right, And Frank Miller's style was very... Was it was not just a mocking of all the things that were hot at the time, but it was a mocking of Frank Miller's style. See,
0: the funny thing is, I didn't get that at the time, and I thought it was teen. I thought it was mocking Teen Titans and X Men. Oh, okay. And well, so,
1: and it was also the Ninja Turtles were created by the same accident that created Daredevil.
0: Yes, I didn't know that
2: at the yeah, time. Either. It was <laughs> it was the the radioactive waste that hit Daredevil in the face. So if bounced Disney, into the sewer. if Disney
0: would only buy. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle property, then we can bring everything home the way it should be.
2: That would be awesome—a Daredevil Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtle crossover storyline.
0: That would be awesome. I think we have to register our fanfic accounts and go (laughs) for it. Uh, Let's just do it as a round robin. A what do they call that? an exquisite
2: corpse. Story. We'll write each other, each other, and the word. You'll write a word. I'll write a word. No, you happens. write a paragraph. You oh, spot, it's a whole you, paragraph. Yeah. Okay.
0: You ever played exquisite this is never corpse? No,
2: no, it's not.
0: But it's still because we we start this podcast by talking about our lawyers, and then we're talking about such a flagrant copyright <laughs> violation that I just um, it's just enough to say no. But it's cute. It's really cute. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that. We should. Yeah. I movie? feel like we're seven now and then, and then Daredevil throws the billy club. And, and uh, Superman
2: comes in. Uh,
0: <laughs> I believe that was the full script for Grayson. Um, <laughs> that's what I've heard. So I don't really have much. Although, you know, I, I the, the end of an internet era uh, happened this week, that Brian Michael Bendis closed down the Bendis boards. Uh oh. it's like one of the pioneering conversation spots for comics way back way back when did he archive it or anything? Uh, shut I, it down? Everything Shuttered is archived. Up. I think he's just you know, he think he's a guy who's too busy. He's yeah. got too many I don't I don't begrudge any creator who kinda goes, Well, this got bigger than I could control it and uh yeah. or that I could even fairly even pay attention to it. Especially a guy like that who's, you know, uh he's got a pretty big release this week in terms of video games. He's I think he just sold another original pilot uh, or a a pilot idea or a movie script, something, did a pitch that had not been in comics before. So he's a guy, and plus he's teaching comics writing in Portland, so at at one of the local colleges. So, you know, that guy's got a lot on his plate, plus adolescent children. Mm. So, mm, Yeah. yeah. That'll take some time. Oh, that will. That will. So... Uh that's just interesting to to note that but it it is time to just rush into what's in the bag.
1: What's in the bag? What's in the bag?
0: All right, Nate, what's in your bag this week? Did you get a chance to get to the store? To Earth 2 Comics and Games in Sherman Oaks? I
1: went to Earth 2 Comics in Sherman Oaks. And where did I put my comics? Off the top of my head, I'll tell you what's in my bag. Excellent. Saga! Whatever number was next. (laughs) Saga, the next issue. Oh, here they are. Saga issue 23, or chapter 23, as they refer to them. All right.
2: Kind of a surreal cover.
1: Yeah. It is is a surreal cover, and it is uh, another winner of a story by mr bkv our good friend from comic-con who still has not bought us lunch but he will he will
2: one day
0: avon always pays his debts <laughs> <laughs>
2: wow wow yeah you're so. not up to date on the game of Thrones, are you? sorry <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all right uh so
2: uh excellent rick what's in yours Okay, so no surprise uh, this week. Uh, no we surprise have, to me anyway, because I'm staring at it. We have a second issue from Dynamite of Justice Inc., which uh, again uh, we're just looking it's at just another beautiful cover, another fabulous cover Alex from, from Alex, Can Alex, Alex Ross. A, could I have a book
0: of just Alex Ross
2: paintings of Doc Savage? There is a book of oh, Doc Savage. There is a book of Alex Roth covers right now.
0: That uh, I mean, I almost am intrigued. But yeah. if you gave me a book of Doc Savage, actually of, of the pulp heroes in general,
2: yeah. Oh no, that'd be wonderful. Um, Doc has kind of a wistful look on, <laughs> like it's like I don't know if I really belong here, just looking to the side. Well, I'm okay with that I've because I guess the other guys are using guns. Um,
0: See, you've come up with a justification. Yeah, and brilliant. He's just, he's Mr. just Ross. got
2: his hand. He's got his fist there, ready to uh, with his torn shirt. Yeah, but we got the shadow, the Avenger, and Doc Savage. And this, as we mentioned before, is a good storyline, uh, reasonable storyline for bringing all three of the characters together. And uh, I look forward to reading it, enjoying tonight. enjoying it so far. All so right, it's me. Uh,
0: I think I'm going to uh, start with while well, people are still into uh, a voice in the dark, the next miniseries from yes. Laramie Taylor. Uh, He's gone color because the first seven issues were in black and white. Mm. Uh, But I finished. You know, we talked about this. uh, We talked about the trade paperback after Comic Con, and I finished it, and it was just such a a good read. That this this I'm really glad we met him this summer because I I certainly wouldn't have picked up this book any uh, otherwise. We hadn't talked to him, and I felt like yeah, I should give this a try. And it was so good that I, you know, I thought, well, I'll wait for the next trade. And then I saw this issue and I went, no, I'm not going to wait for the trade. I'm going to support the guy now because this is just a great, great book. So it's uh, A Voice in the Dark, this color miniseries from Image and Top Cow, uh, and it's subtitled Get Your Gun, so chapter one of five. And he ended the first arc, or actually it was the second arc. There was two arcs in the first uh, trade paperback uh, the end of the second arc on such a, like a, what the heck is going to happen next? I, I had to know. So I'm really, really recommend Plus it has a Ben Templesmith cover. So I believe he's pursuing... It
2: looks like it's... I would bet that that cover is all just straight up Templesmith. Just the way... No, it is. It, I it, it's believe... It's not inked if, or... It's, it's more uh, water If it's this just is, just is the cover by ben that... Templesmith. Uh,
1: Templesmith. If this is the cover he told me about at Comic-Con, he asked... Ben Templesmith at a convention if he would do oh, okay. a cover and he yep. did it. So it's like a convention sketch, I but it's a cover. Nice.
2: I know the pens that he used to do that kind of gray model nice. background. Nice.
0: So, anyway, uh, I highly recommend it if you have not. Uh, if you did not pick up the trade paperback, pick up the trade paperback and then pick up A Voice in the Dark, Get Your Gun, Issue 1 by Laramie Taylor. Fantastic cool. book. Alright. Next in your bag? So the Amazing
1: Speederman, Learning to Crawl, number one point oh, five. Ooh,
0: yeah,
1: what? It's a one point five.
2: Oh crap. yeah, it's one point five.
1: Crap. Yeah, it's one point. This is the last one though. Oh okay. It's what basically. It's like uh, well, Learning 1. to Crawl was a mini series. Yes, they I
0: enjoyed were. that mini series. It's good. Okay, I just didn't notice that it was numbered that way. Yeah. So okay, cool. Yep,
1: picked that one up, and I had time to read it.
0: Yeah, Satisfying and it's
1: end. um. If you haven't been reading Learning to Crawl, it is a basically a story that was never told before, but it's right after Peter became Spider-Man, and a kid that he went to school with saw Spider-Man getting all his attention. He's like, oh, I'm going to do something to get attention. So he became Clash, yeah. Yeah. who has sound, sound powers, powers, which actually he's just really smart, so he made a sound... Machine, basically. That the first, the first pressure. issue he had
0: used his powers. For the play. first issue is such a typical exactly. Peter
2: Parker thing because he's, he's at the science fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, this is a nice little conclusion to the whole story, and uh, the science fair with weaponized sound. It's got a sound. cute non-spoiler for the very last page, but at the you know how they put to be continued or whatever. Yeah. Because this was basically something that happened in spider-man one it says to be continued forever and ever
0: right okay so kind of like what was the there was a book Kurt bushek had in the uh late 90s uh i want to say it was um it was untold tale untold tales of spider-man so like 17 or 18 issues oh yeah that went back that that did these sort of in between I, I I like learning to crawl for that same thing. Dan Slott created a story that I don't think violated anything. No. But kind of, as they have to do time to time without rebooting, freshen up and replace um, Peter Parker in recent
2: history. But at the same time, if you're not interested in that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter if you skip it.
0: Right. Well, that's why I, I'm yeah. fine. Do it as an extra. Yeah. Do it as a separate series. That's great. Or mini-series. I, I'm
2: happy with that. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Next up in... Rick My staff.
2: next is the end of the Superman doomed storyline which is oddly I enough that. oddly enough in Superman doomed number 2 mm-hmm. because this is uh, taking all the storylines that have occurred in Superman and in Wonder Woman and in Wonder Woman and Superman and I'm yeah. going to make a wager
0: though is, is that I I bought this I didn't buy number 1 I'll bet that if I read number 2 yeah I will know everything I need to know
2: Mm, you're going mean, to what you I, miss is all the transitional points i will be
0: honest and if i come back and say rick i mi- I, I have many of the other issues i just okay. have number 1 if i come back and i'll be honest and say no i found myself wanting to go back because i did i missed some stuff we'll see
2: you could miss number 1 of superman doomed and but have read all the other storylines, and you probably be fine. I think
0: I've bought all the other storylines. Right. I don't know if I've read
2: them yet. But for, I'm I'm I've not been a fan of DC's crossover stuff for quite a while. And this one actually, I felt like it was a really good use of well, the crossover look format. Look
0: at I mean, just look at the cover. Who the writers are? Greg Pak and yep. Charles Soule. Yep. Uh, probably some of the last DC work we're going to see from Soule for a while because he just signed an exclusive with Marvel. Hmm. And they were smart to do it because he's incredibly prolific, and and interesting. He can create m- many different viewpoints and voices as a writer. He he does not alter the character to him. He writes the characters. He writes the titles. What's
2: know. What's kind of interesting about this is um, Lois takes a much more um, front place in the storyline here being kind of an avatar Mm -hmm. uh, under the manipulation of Brainiac and then I was reading Earth 2 where Lois was in the body of Red Red Tornado Tornado. yeah and uh, then there was another storyline it's like wow Lois is Lois is twisted everyone's having a lot of fun twisting Lois's uh, persona and role around in uh, DC quite for a while and we really haven't seen. Yeah, they're
0: doing everything but making her a good reporter. Yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> I, like, I haven't seen Lois Lane, the 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 reporter, who actually I uh, it wasn't. It's not just the Superman's girlfriend who gets into trouble because she goes after the big story, but somebody who's cu- competent and investigatory and can handle herself in a lot of situations. And of
0: course, she got in that Earth Two. It was uh, I am Curious Red, was the. Bad joke that Tom Galloway, if you listen to this podcast, oh, would have just laughed and wet himself over.
2: Man, you don't want that audience. Shh,
0: no, sh- what if he does listen? You just said
2: that. No, no, Better cut He it. would probably admit that he is not He's not an <laughs> archetypical audience.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll find out this weekend okay. when we see him at Convolution. Hi, uh, Tom. So, uh, my next one, I have no idea, but I, I, I wanted to give this a try and I missed the first actual issue of... Star Spangled War Stories. So I'm finding, despite not being a fan of the whole Future's End concept when it started, this month of Future's End books, I've got to say again, I'm enjoying that I can just pick them the one shots. These one shots. So I picked up Star Spangled War Stories featuring G.I. Zombie. So, I mean, how can you not love this? Oh my gosh. And it's great, great. <laughs> You're it just is. looking at an ad. Scott, no, it's Scott, okay. Ham, Scott Hampton Painter. Oh, this. no, I know. It looks beautiful. But I know nothing about the characters. So Ironically,
2: this was the week I dropped G.I. Zombie. Oh,
0: so you had read. I had read, and, and just wasn't was it wasn't doing anything for me. Okay, so here I'm trying. Well, there we go. It's like Superman. So you got a we will see. We'll compete. Yeah. All right,
2: cool. It's not a N- competition. No, no, it is. It
0: is. It's, it, it's, a co- it, it's conflict cells. Okay. So we're creating
2: conflict. All right, deathmatch.
0: Oh, please. I'm, I'm in a different demographic.
1: Take us away,
2: Nate.
0: Go. The
1: final book in my bag today was Outcast Number Four by Robert Kirkman and Paul Azacita. I'm
0: a little And irritated. guess what? I read it. Yes. I'm irritated because it was not in my stack. But apparently so you missed it. but apparently a monolithic distributor which has the monopoly uh, we we, we won 't name it because our lawyers have told us not to, but uh it 's pretty much a rough in the rough if you will uh shorted uh the store that I go to uh by several books, not only like fewer copies but like no copies of books that were supposed to come out so once again, I shall visit another store this week and uh find outcast number four.
2: This is the one that the first issue sold out because it 's already been optioned as a yes. And have they done a reprint of that issue then? Yeah, a couple. Oh, of yeah.
0: Okay. Actually, I think a the, print. Uh,
1: the last uh, – I read the beginning of the letter column, and that is the first thing they say. Let's see what print they're on. Uh, right before we went to print, we experienced another sold-out issue, number three, and support couldn't be stronger, blah, blah, blah. Robert says, I just want to say this series so far has been an overwhelming success for all involved. Thanks for the support. Continues to break records and sell, like, sell out like crazy. As I type this, we're a few copies away from going back to press for a fifth printing of issue one. Wow. Yeah.
2: So how many issues have they had so far? This is just, just number four. four just or came four. Out. So another couple, and they'll do their first trade.
0: And is it's exactly. worth it, people. If you're waiting for the trade, okay, I get it. They're not in danger of canceling. Pick up that trade. Yeah, that's it's what I'll do. Really a good, it's a good series. So, yes excellent what's next on your stack There, my Rudy?
2: final book is the fifth issue of Cyclops um, which is the story of the all new X-Men Cyclops the one that Henry right, one brought point. forward from the past to convince the current day Cyclops that he was being a douche um, that didn't <laughs> work can we say uh, that word douche yeah, why Cyclops not? yeah Cyclops yeah okay um, so that uh, what what it it's actually just did, for wash. what it did was it made young Scott Summers doubt himself because he saw what an awful person he had turned into oh, yeah, in okay. the future. What happened since uh, the beginning of this book, or actually before this book, was that Corsair, Corsar? Corsair, 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 Scott and Alex's uh, father, father, yes. Who had gone off into space and become a space pirate with a cool... Not really by his choice, let's be fair. He was sort of like a Marvel went, we need a Flash
0: Gordon-like character. Yeah. So they made him into that. Well,
2: they, they introduced it in the X-Men, mm-hmm. and when the X-Men were in outer space, and the shock ending of one of the episodes was that he was Scott's father. Right, right. Um, so young Scott is going off with Corsair. 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 And um, they're on a road trip through outer space, and of course something goes horribly wrong, and they're dealing with it. But we're on a road. It's it's a really it's a really good um, father and son story. It's uh, it's a nicely written out of out of the context of everything else that's happening in Marvel, Um, and they go to different planets, and it's 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 just been a fun fun book
0: by Greg Rucka, and I believe this is the last. Does uh, his arc finish up?
2: Uh, this is definitely going to be the end of of the arc storyline. They
0: were well because we know John Layman is taking over. Yeah, so I'm not sure how it looks
2: like, from the last panel. Without reading anything, it does look like this could be the end of this storyline. All right, line. well, so get a trade. Excellent.
0: My uh, my last book is the one that may that gives me the most hope. Booster Gold: Future's End, because this is the one that I want to play into continuity, because well, it's bringing in. The Booster Gold, who was pre-New
2: 52. Are those the Tigers from Kamandi? Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, because he goes to a variety of different That's Earths. That's awesome. And I'm unlike Grant totally Morrison's Multiversity, part. which is all multiple, you know, which is versions of the heroes we've never seen before, this is like a greatest hits through the alternate realities of DC that old-time fans really love. So not only interior-wise, I saw some pages I flipped through, and uh, the commandee is drawn in the style of, uh, of Kirby. Of it uh, looks like there's a little visit to Gotham in G- Gotham by Gaslight. Uh, but there's both, you know, like, what ha- what hath gone wrong with the new 52? And basically, yeah, here it is. I mean, look at this. This is just beautiful. That's
2: great. Even the panels are the right kind yeah. of paneling.
0: Yeah. So, um, and uh, a- and so he's traveling through, and it's kind of setting up. That which was the promise that, again, he is the one who remembers everything pre-Flashpoint. Yeah. And so he's going around trying to to solve it. And it may not just be a master of time anymore. He may be a master of dimensions. And, you know...
2: Or a master of the universe. What a he-man. Oh, man. Well, (laughs) I think... I want to take a, a side jaunt on this. If... I, this really wait, makes wait. me if you're gonna take a side jaunt you better cock that cap i've done it my
0: his headphones are my jaunty contention
2: angle. my contention is that if you were trying to find one storyline one book of relatively short length that you wanted to hand to somebody to explain to him how great jack kirby was commandy would be a very strong contender it's a self-contained storyline. It's it's all brand new stuff. It's all out of the mind of Kirby, except for the fact that he was ripping off Planet of the Apes. Um, but our he, lawyers have advised us he, against that. He does so only in the in the slightest contextual man in a world of animals, not just apes, but all the animal animal types and what they do are terrific. And then you would not hand someone Omac. I would not hand someone Omac. Omac's just too.
0: Bat shit crazy. It's just like no. I agree with you. I mean, Commandy is. I mean, the only other Commandee one
2: Commandy is like pure Kirby.
0: The other no. The other one I would throw out is the Demon. I might throw the Demon for somebody who wants something a little. A little I would a little agree
2: darker. with. I would agree with you, but I would say that that's a little darker than Kirby stayed through most of his. Because career.
0: you know, I I know you're a big fan of the Fourth World, and I think the Fourth World has aged really poorly. Hmm. But I don't think that Commandy has aged badly at all. I don't it, think the demon has either because it's kind and of exactly out of time. the same thing, and, and 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 so. And
2: I love the demon. I'm, I'm just saying that from I, a, from I a own, pure I, standpoint. Both
0: uh, both hardbacks that yeah. DC did because I, I wanted the demon, and certainly aged better than Steve did because Shade, the Changing Man, <laughs> which I also have the hardcover for. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I I agree. I you know, and so, and, but I also want to say that um, Booster Gold is a character that I love. I'm oh yeah. Still, I'm still, um, waiting for that TV series. But if, if DC kept the new 52 and kept booster gold moving among realities and, and visiting back to the old one and acknowledging as the promise at the end of flashpoint promised that, you know, then I would be happy I would be if you that gave book. me just a little bit of fan service that said, you know, you know, we didn't just change our minds. You know, you don't even have to go back
2: to it. New Fifty Two can remain the main reality. But he's, I, he's the perfect, perfect character, our hero for these days because he is misunderstood. He people he has been redeemed, but people don't understand he's been redeemed. He and he can't really tell anyone he's been redeemed.
0: Well, I'm going to give the you know the the nod to the occasional true brilliance of Jeff Johns, who was the one who revamped it after. The derogatory phrase, which was applied to him, you know, the greatest hero you've never heard of, Uh who actually changed the meaning of that because he has to play the buffoon uh, to the other heroes. And only Batman, as revealed later, only Batman knows that there's more to him, but Batman plays along. I love that turn on the character. I I love everything about that. And this does remind me, by the way, I'm this news leaked out while we were on our sort of strangely unenforced, but happened hiatus while we were in four corners of the globe. Uh, DC did release penciled pages for Jeff Johns and Gary Frank's Batman. your um, earth, earth one volume two. So I went, yeah, they had finished pages for Superman earth one volume three, but I'm like, okay, I'll buy that. I'll enjoy it but I want oh, yeah. volume two of earth one oh, yeah. for Batman so badly. So, uh, I got very, very
2: excited when I saw that. We need and to get then, back to that. When we talk about Gotham, we will,
0: we will, yeah. uh, for exactly that reason. So let's move to movies, shall we? Yes. Oh, let's, what's up? What's going on? Oh, I know what's going to say. Cause that actually came up at, uh, I, at lunch with my new compatriots, work compatriots. Um, Deadpool got the green light finally, Fox, thank you, uh, for 2000, summer of 2016. Okay. And I, I assume moving forward with Ryan Reynolds. Excited about that because Fox did some shuffling on, on all their plans. Um, and along with that, I mean, we, we that leaked out over the summer, that little test footage. And then somebody so someone was talking to me today about it, like, he's a really dark vigilante. And I went, you know, he's really dark-humored, and I, and I said, i said yeah there's a little more to it you know yeah. but it, it's uh and i said one of the He's things a
2: screwball dark vigilante. He's A screwball
0: dark vigilante who at least as far as i could tell from the test footage if they keep that tone is well aware of his of his of himself as a fictional character are we talking about a cgi then
2: i hope so i hope so too
0: i would see a whole thing with that and because people were saying like how's ryan reynolds gonna fit it in i'm like if Ryan Reynolds only has to voice it, and yeah. he is the perfect voice, and I realize that's kind of my problem with the video game, is I just didn't like his voice because already I was hearing Ryan Reynolds' voice in it. They got a guy kind of, kind of sounded a little bit like it. Yeah, but you know, and then of course I had to have that conversation with my son this weekend. Dad bought Deadpool. You are absolutely not allowed <laughs> to play this game. So uh, you know, so
2: uh, he was disappointed in me. But uh. I think the CGI is Im- important to the character because, and I was thinking thinking back as other characters that have been done with CGI, and reboot was originally CGI. It was not like they took a, a fresh and blood thing. But when you do CGI, you can do a lot of cartoon violence that really does stay cartoon violence. Yeah, and and it and it doesn't have to get all dark. And if you. <sighs> And, and I mean, there's a lot of there's but are they dismemberments CGI? and are the they going to see well see I don't know if they're going to do an all
0: CGI film I couldn't tell from that footage because uh, I was watching on a smaller screen if uh, the the guys who was fighting were CGI no they were well. all CGI. they were all yeah. then I would yeah, say yeah the footage I, basically looked exactly like the video game well then that's one way to possibly get close to that PG-13 yeah but I'd say no Fox have the guts do it do the R-rated. Do a mainstream Marvel movie hmm. that's rated R because some of their books are. And Deadpool's one of them. There's no question. Do it. Along with that, Fox also did announce that uh, since apparently the charges were dropped and Brian Singer has countersued from his controversy a few months ago, uh, that uh, Brian Singer will indeed finally uh, is officially announced as the director of of X-Men Apocalypse the follow up to uh uh to X-Men uh Days of Future Past. So, uh there was some talk, uh, Simon Kinberg I guess mentioned who which actors may which characters might get recast, but I'll be honest, I didn't get a chance to click on that link. So, um you know, along with that, you may have noticed this week during a television show uh, that was fan serviced that Fox also uh, released the trailer for uh, Kingsman the Secret Service
2: did that look awesome
0: I yes it. And I think so I think it did I, I, I I'm I, looking for I was just disappointed that it's so far away it's like and
1: that that trailer was before the, fir- the original trailer was before Guardians of the Galaxy yeah but I didn't see it? it then yeah, yeah I didn't or was it, it Godzilla either.
2: I'm not sure I don't know.
0: I don't know. I didn't see it with either actually. So
2: Now this 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 was a longer trailer than what I'd seen before and it developed more of what um what it me- what it meant to be a Kingsman. And you
0: know what I got to say? I'm just happy to see Colin Firth get a taste. You know uh-huh. what I mean? You know yeah, what I sure. mean? Mr. Darcy gets a taste. Wow. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I made it sound. I made it sound sleazy, but I'm talking I think you box named office the podcast too. I know. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they come it's out. Sometimes they come out. And I, no, I wasn't trying, but I realized when this happened. Uh, so I, I'm all for that. Um, and then was our other piece of movie news. Where we were talk- oh the the great rumor this week, and I think it's all just fan speculation. But I love that. Yes, I love the concept that, they went, hey, Aquaman's already appeared in the DC Cinematic Universe because whales saved Clark Kent in uh, Man of Steel, and that's proof. Aquaman pushed them into saving because no way would whales go by a burning oil rig. Now, on the one hand, I'd love that to be true, but on the other hand, i go, it was Zack Snyder, and it made a cool image, and he didn't yeah. even think about no. the consequences. No. But if Zack Snyder wants to say yes, I meant to do that. Uh, that it was uh, that these were whales controlled by Arthur Curry.
2: They're whales from Star Trek 4.
0: I'm all for humpbacked Uh So yes, I'm very excited, and I want to transition from movie to television by saying uh, I had a very, very proud moment as as a geek father. Okay, uh, my son uh, was with me this weekend and saw on pay per view that Godzilla was available, but it was on pay-per-view and i said we're not gonna we're not gonna run that we'll wait till it comes on the hbo or something and and i'll let you watch it uh i said but but dad's been ready for this moment and <laughs> i i pulled out i had bought for five dollars at Fry's, the gamera trilogy remade from the uh late 90s much more kid-friendly much more kid-friendly mm-hmm. yeah. but this not my moment of pride although he was excited that oh you're going to show me this so we um I had not realized it was in Japanese with subtitles and then you could pick a dubbing option. Although I'm not sure because I don't have 5.1 audio set up on what we were watching it on. I wasn't sure it was going to work. And I said, well, I'll I'll see if I can make it. So they're talking, speaking in English. And my son said, no, I'll read it. And so I sat with my son with the first subtitled movie all the way through. He loved it. I said, okay, uh, you know, we gotta go do something else. But Dad was hoping Birth of a nation. hoping for this moment. No, no, no. I just said because this Blu ray set is a trilogy. So the next time you're with me, we watched shall watch the two. second. And he's like, Awesome So, uh yes, then then we watched uh, Tiny Terror Comes to Tiny Town. Uh no no no, no I'm kidding. <laughs> I was trying to think of some some other like really weird, inappropriate movie. But uh no much camera we uh yeah and uh then we you know after dinner then followed up with dr who's it was a very good geek weekend but i was just so proud that he wanted to watch the site he had the option to have dubbing and preferred subtitles which i find often happens with japanese films in particular since my ultraman set proved this to me um that the dubbing is often horrible in translation, compared to not oh, that this yeah. all these things are, are, are got greatly nuanced, but the subtitles tend to capture more.
2: Yeah, and if you watch the dubbed and and read the subtitles at the same time, you're going, to go, "Oh well, maybe." Well, no, I should. The,
0: the last episode of Ultraman is that way. Yeah, where you hear what Peter Fernandez, God rest his soul, great guy who who popularized these Japanese programs in the '60s, but when you hear the way he had it translated. Uh-huh. versus the subtitles which play automatically on the disc that came it's w- the subtitles are poetic and it's very japanese it's very zen and like right you know and, and it's like oh this is moving why why did ultraman save hayata's life and blah, blah blah whereas it's like well i had to repay a debt that's kind of the dub and it's like mm. no their lives go so quickly it's like sand you know it's like a drop <laughs> of water the, you know is it, right, it, right, right. it and i'm like uh, you're reading it. but hearing hey, yeah yeah I, I hit him and I felt bad. And then he lights a <laughs> cigarette. <sighs> yeah. So let's move to television cuz so much and this is the time. Right now TV so much is going on. So the first thing we talked last week about how Super Supergirl was getting shopped around. Yes. CBS bought it this morning. Because wow. CBS was the one network without a superhero TV show. And uh <laughs> so now they are the last. They find they bought Supergirl.
2: And they they cast a twenty four year four year old actress in the in the role. No,
0: she's forty seven. Uh, no, for longevity. No, I they haven't cast. They just said they just bought the pilot script. I, I heard
2: somebody was talking about there was a there was a there was I, maybe there's just a rumor that one of the act, the actress they've got for her is like twenty four years old and they're going to take the character up into her twenties, which is kind of like well, Super Girl, Super Woman. You know, it's like nah, why not just have a 24 I know, I year old think play? Do, I
0: think you would do the CW thing. Twenty-four year old plays a sixteen year old. That was
2: what people were saying, but there was the 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 comment was that they were going to have her play a twenty-four year old
3: woman.
0: Well, you know it is CBS, and and um, I could see them being stodgy going, yeah, yeah she's golden a girl. girls forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fine. I think let's take the word girl back. You know, it's yeah. not. I, I don't think that. it... Let's uh, do that. Us two white men, us old white <laughs> men. Let's go. And they just giggles and goes, "I'm just staying out of this." Um yeah. No, I, I I know. And and and, and so you know, feel free to write in people and comment on that. If, if anybody feels that it is derogatory, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know because I caught myself in teaching saying like, you know, okay, girls. Then I went, no, ladies and young women. And then I, female students. Um, I, people. And I just go guys and that's what they were okay with. Yeah. But uh <laughs> like, you just call us guys. Yeah, no, they Everybody no, they absolutely n- had no problem with that. And I'm like, wow, well, that's that's the one word I probably shouldn't be. And you're okay, you know, So I don't know. I, I I don't know. You're right. We can't comment. I would assume. I, I didn't read beyond the initial announcement this morning that CBS picked it up. That that you'd pull that CW thing of of, and, which I totally understand. Cast someone older to play younger yeah. so that you can so that you can look relatively unchanged for a few seasons. And so, you know, I I don't know. I we'll see how they do. I'm a little miffed at CBS because I realized, man, Monday Night became the perfect storm to for the story we're going to talk mm-hmm. about next, which was I had not realized in, in my household there was a crisis on infinite televisions because at eight o'clock you had um The voice. The voice. Dancing with the stars. Yeah. Not that I watch those things. No. But Tiffany and Nate are probably fighting and a pregnant woman's gonna win. Um nope. Dancing with the Stars, the Voice, back to back episodes of the Big Bang Theory. Yes which had been on Thursday nights, now that it's done its damaged and screwed up communities ratings <laughs> and put it to Yahoo, now let's go. They're wep- it's a weaponized they're programming. Just, <laughs> they're just, CBS is just moving it around to go, you know, remember when you made fun of us for Murder, She Wrote and Diagnosis Murder? <laughs> now it's Big Bang murderers, you know, and they're moving around. And, and then up against Gotham. So I have not watched Big Bang Theory, uh,
2: but... That's okay. It's the, there was it's a fine the... season opener. It's like they, they had two episodes. Well,
0: and... I know I'll, I'll watch it. They're on yeah. demand, so I'll catch them. It's only it's only Wednesday, please. Uh, and I've had a busy week. Yeah, but uh, Gotham finally debuted. Very close, as I've intimated before. Um, I had read the pilot script months ago. Very close to what I read. Uh huh. So, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm going to say one, incredible, incredibly blown beat uh which one Well, can you say are we gonna say spoilers can we spoilers are on spoilers are on on. yeah spoilers are on okay when oswald cut at the very end right Right. this season and they've said their plan is that each season will cover the origin of a i i didn't even realize like my brain filled in the right beat, and then I and then I noticed afterwards, like it registered. Oh no, I I saw in my head the right thing. The TV showed the pilot did the wrong
2: thing when Oswald comes out of the water, and right. there's a
0: fisherman there. Hours
2: later, when he comes out of the water, the dramatic the dramatic distension of time. But go ahead. Yeah, well, that's another problem with it. But he comes out of the water. He stabs a fisherman. Right.
0: He's the penguin. Don't call me the penguin. And does he grab the fish, or does he grab the convenient sandwich so he still
2: seems human? Somebody said it was an anchovy sandwich. I'm not going to buy into that at all. Because that would have been
0: too—that would have been too subtle a distinction. Right. That was a mistake. I agree. He should have eaten a fish. Yes. And, And and my brain actually filled in a fish and then i read the criticism <laughs> wow. that it was a sandwich and i went oh yeah you're right it's a san- it was a your sandwich. brain has a lot of control over you <laughs> well that's not something you say about men very often now <laughs> is it <laughs>
2: maybe that's a sad commentary in a way that you didn't mean to insult me with i had a much subtler um missed opportunity in this and that was it's gotham yes the main character is jim gordon and arguably, <laughs> no, it's not. I, arguably hard, and that's the problem with the show. And the problem is, they should not have had the Wayne murder in the first episode. I would have put it off, to but like I knew the that fourth episode. I knew that was coming. I knew. You know, I, you know yeah. why they're doing it? But
1: because Kevin Smith and Paul Dini did a podcast about an awesome Batman show that was not the show that was announced, and they said, "Wait, that show's better than what we're doing, so let's do that." But I think
0: I would agree, and I read. I had read criticism months ago. Even knowing what they were going to do with the pilot, yeah. was that they were hope people were like on- online going, "Well, I hope the Wayne murders how you end season one." I would that agree with you, you, fine. you know, and, yeah. and, and 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 I would have, and that is the problem. I the show that was announced to me originally, the story of Jim Gordon mm-hmm. was interesting enough to me. And I totally understood. It's been
2: an interesting story. It's been told a couple times in the in the comics, in yeah.
0: various series. And so, uh, in fact, DC released a trade paperback today of like best of Jim Gordon stories. Last week, they released the re released the first trade cheaply of Gotham uh, Central, even though Gotham Central has the tone, but Batman's already in the shadows. Yeah. In, in that comic book series. But I totally recommend that that series. Greg Rekka and Ed Brubaker, who have gone on. It, not gone on they'd begun as great crime writers and that was just a series they happened to collaborate on that brought their great crimes crime storytelling to batman um so definitely pick it up but it's not gotham don't be don't be fooled it's not gotham but what i thought was if you're going to tell the story of jim gordon you start with you don't start with selena kyle no you've made this show and that was problem, and we were arguing about it at elusive comics and games earlier with uh, Steve uh, and Perry, and I were sitting, were talking about it and said, like, it's a pilot. They had to sit, they had to push everything up front, and I'm hoping they'll calm down. And I said that, you yeah. know, you and I talked when I said I got the script, that that was what my fear was. It it was hitting all those villains so hard, and then yeah. when I saw it, I'm like, you're hitting these villains. So hard. Yeah, I didn't. When the interesting see thing the Edward is,
2: Edward Nigma right off the bat.
0: Edward Nigma, and I suspect we saw Amygdala of all things. Uh, yeah, I think the guy who says I need my pills. I think that was Amygdala. Mm. And so I'm like going, well, obscure ones. And if we see like Edward Says in the, if yeah. we see Mister Zays in the, and it's like, I don't, I didn't need to see Nigma because there's nothing, nothing ever in the storytelling that has ever led me to believe that Nigma was ever on the side of right. He was always crooked. Yeah, and so I, you know, I thought that was a dumb move, putting putting poison ivy in there. Uh, Change your name. Well, I don't mind the changing the I, name I, thing I mean, why, because I mean, because well because Pamela Isley, poison ivy is almost too close, but Ivy Pepper isn't that much better. Yeah, you know, so and how everybody's origin is really kind of tied into the same. Now I know yeah. when Paul Deeney and Kevin Smith talked about Gotham Prep or whatever they called it, or what uh, got, well, what were they going to call that Nate? Do you remember? I, well, for the it sake. was
1: uh, not. It was. Um, they called. Sh- they said Shadow with a Bat. They said. Yeah, that's. It. the high school? They called it. Um,
0: but it, it was a prep school. It was going to be, you know, where they were off. Right. And, I mean, as much as it was fun to, to spitball, I was like going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't like these. I, don't need, I shouldn't say I don't like them. I don't need them. And that's yeah. what I, I felt, these going back and making sure that everybody's connected. I don't mind, you know, because that's why, like, my least favorite, and literally my least favorite Batman villain is Hush. Not because Hush himself is a bad concept, but because it was this retroactive, this was Bruce Wayne's best, best friend, friend you never way, yeah.
2: saw before. Yeah. And... He had so much influence on Bruce's, but,
0: but you know, and they'd already done it with yeah. Roman Sianus becoming Black Mask. It was already something done, you know. Yeah. And so I, I just, I, I, I wanted to see. I want to see Jim Gordon up against Falcone. I want to see Jim Gordon in, and a,
2: Falcone was handled Falcone really, really well,
0: good. really well.
2: I really, and I want. like Fish Mooney. I want to see that world to have a police procedural show in that world, is just enough. And then you just, you don't throw all the spice in the pot the first thing. You bring it in a little bit when you need to, uh, you need to up the ante. And here's what's going to happen
0: with poor Ben McKenzie, who is a good Jim Gordon. I'm going to yeah. give it to him as a good, good Jim Gordon. Um, that this show,
2: already I can tell, is in danger of becoming the redemption of Harvey Bullock. Well, and oddly enough, Harvey was my favorite character in the show next to
3: Jim. I th- and, I thought he was well. But Donald and, Logue and was fantastic. That
2: they didn't they didn't pull back from this corrupt. crop. I mean now yeah. nowadays Bullock's on the side of the angels. There's no doubt. Not really any doubt about it. Yeah. And I was afraid they were going to go with the current comic book version of Bullock, or at least not tone him down. But he was he's a really corrupt. Crop I also at the
0: and, and and this was in, in the script I read too. I did not like that they. I did not like the handling of Montoya and Allen. I love that Montoya and Allen were there, even though they're younger cops in the yeah, comics. Yeah. But like they laid out everything about Montoya in that pilot. You know, so it's yeah. like it's like, ooh, wacky. Not wacky, but you know, it's it's like and by the way, here and Montoya's a lesbian. She's like, a loose cannon and a lesbian, lesbian <laughs> you know, and, and, and Alan's just a smart ass. I'm like, I'm sorry. Alan became this Christmas Allen became the specter. So this is a dark-driven guy, right. instead of the hotshot who's just like, I'm up for the, you know, I want to be, I want to make a name for myself in the in the unit. And you know, I, I didn't mind Sarah. I thought Sarah Essen was handled all right, but you know, so I mean, I understand. I'm gonna put, the, I'm gonna chalk this one up as it's a pilot. I'm yeah. gonna give it a couple more episodes. And who am I fooling? I'm probably going to watch the whole dang thing, and I'm hoping oh, to watch last, the whole dang thing. But we I, all will, but will. I hope it develops into something better than it is. It was better than the
2: first episode of Smallville. That is true.
1: I the, had two problems with the episode. Yeah. Number one, give it to me. Was the crazy logic? The when, crazy logic. When uh, Renee Montoya. And Crispus Allen go yes. into the or the penguin gets in their car. Right. Yes. And tells them that
2: the Fish Mooney everything is. was a
1: setup yeah. and that Jim Gordon and Harvey Bullock are in on it. They don't question him at all. No and she goes straight to Barbara's house and tells her Hey, just so you know that guy you're well, with that's
2: is a thirty They, they got they experimental want. in college and because that's what I didn't like about. That's it. what they wanted to hear. Right, and but that's, that's
1: not. What, I don't have a problem with yeah. her telling her because they have a prior relationship. I have a problem with her believing a known criminal, no questions asked. Yeah, and and I'll, heading I'll over agree with and that. saying, I'll "Hey, don't br- break up with this guy because he's bad news." Because I still and want then, you. And then it's number so, two, soap opera. Yeah. Was when Bullock says that they would both be fired for killing Mario Pepper because he was innocent. Uh, they no. were questioning Mario Pepper. He ran. Yeah. They chased him. He started shooting yeah. at Jim right. Gordon.
2: Were the guy, and, and then he's, then he's about to stab
1: mice. him. Yeah. Yeah. Police have killed people for less than the last couple of months, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah,
3: Unfortunately, it's been correct.
0: controversial, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if they're going to keep their jobs as a result. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what did I say about controversy but, tonight? Great. But, but point taken. I mean, uh, no, and but you know, and back to the Falcone handling, Falcone's reason for the frame up
2: was actually that's the complexity yes. I want to see. You know That's him understanding that he's got this whacked out world called Gotham that he has to keep steady, otherwise his business falls. Well apart. but
0: you believe him when he says, I love this city, yeah. and that's and there it is. And your they father just, and I both understood they that they created this villain yeah. who absolutely does not believe he is a villain. No. And,
2: and that's the best villain. And
0: well, that's good villains don't think they're villains. Yeah. And you know, with the Ra's exception with the exception so. of the Joker. Uh, because he's a force of nature, right? Yeah. But Fish Mooney, I think she thinks she's a villain. Cobblepot, I did think visually the whole thing about because they described him as a semi sadist in the in the plot it was like I got it like it's almost like he th- he knows he likes that but he's still trying to resist a little bit until they give him permission and starts <laughs> whacking on that guy with the bat yeah and I'm like I could that's played really well yeah I don't have a problem with any of the casting of it it's just you know I just didn't like the hitting too hard
2: but, I want to know what happened to that comic <laughs> the guy who was auditioning
0: well but what they <laughs> said <because, laughs> he's the Joker no he's
2: not. Because the thing
0: is, they're going to have red They're going to have a,
1: you think this could be the Joker every no, single No, I don't think episode.
2: it was the Joker. I'm just worried that the guy's not going to get out of the room. <laughs>
0: right. What I missed, what
2: I, missed, what I, what what he I missed,
0: and I, I, it was that I didn't realize that the that the the burlesque singers or dancers yeah. were dressed like Harley Quinn. Oh, I missed I that. Didn't, I, I missed two, and then oh, I saw that. a still, and I went, no, I get it. You know, there's like a lot of visual nods. I don't mind that. Give me some idea that maybe, you know... But don't don't mess. So no. especially when she's clearly going to show up on Arrow, um, you know they're two different. You can't have two different versions. No, uh, I, I not on television. You can have a movie version and you can have a you, and, and a TV version, but you can't have uh, two different versions running around in the same medium. Right. Um, not no. on television. Anyway. So uh, what was our next one? Was Oh Shield. Go ahead and start talking about it. I did not get a chance to watch it last night because of our last story. I was too busy with that, and I, and I, why did Shield move to nine? That's the only question
2: I had. I think they've probably figured out it's a little too violent. What was it? O'clock. What was it? Eight o'clock instead. Uh, I don't know what was on at eight. Uh, if
0: it was Dancing with the Stars again, I'm going to be really pissed.
2: I don't know. I don't know. We watched it on DVR.
0: Okay, so I'll watch it on Hulu tonight. So it picks up right right where it left off. I'm going to step away to use the restroom. Okay, while you. <laughs> Talk about Shield. So
2: Nate, you you watched it, right? Absolutely. So the I actually just watched it today. <laughs> Derek just turned into Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> he meant to do that. Uh, so the 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 show picks up right where right right where it left off. We've got mm-hmm. uh, we have Talbot, who apparently is going to be the new um, the new guy stalking the Hulk. I mean Shield. Um, or the new
1: guy that everybody is looking at, like, why don't you just listen to the people that are obviously way smarter right. than you? The ones that just which saved, is exactly saved which is life. perfect characterization because in the comic, he's an idiot as well. Yeah. So they really did a good job with the, his character, I think, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> including the haircut. Yeah. Um. But the uh, the the I I liked I liked the imprisonment of Ward. Mm-hmm. In the sub basement, that is such a, that's such a Hannibal Lecter and Clarice kind of thing going <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on. If Hannibal Lecter and Cl- Clarice had ever dated prior to him being captured, that be that be the situation we'd be in right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hello, Sky.
2: Hi, Sky. I just want to see. I see you're you.
1: finally down here to talk to me. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and then uh, Crusher Creel. That was awesome. I love the fact that they, they've made him not only can he adapt to various elements, mm-hmm. but that he gets pleasure out of it. Mm-hmm. The idea that he had that little set of boxes with different different items that he could then relax yeah. by turning into Groot, for example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yeah, that was nice. I and cool. uh,
1: they it looked good. It didn't look like cheesy right. TV...
2: Uh, effects it no no the good. diamond effect is really good yeah um and then so the,
1: hopefully they didn't waste their entire budget on the first show
2: and did you laugh out loud as i did when he pulled the ball off the top of the post with the chain attached to it i did <laughs> <laughs> such that was that was uh that was so silly brilliant yeah um that of course they lost it immediately uh i i'm i'm looking forward to the rest of the season Uh, i think that this is setting things up we've got uh, a shield that is on the run but at the same Mm -hmm. time trying to do good so you got three a triangle of forces that you know eventually they're going to redeem themselves in uh in the eyes of the uh the chasers and there'll be some kind of big bad moment with hydra also. and they're able to tie it
1: way into the cinematic universe oh, yeah.
2: as well. The scenes with Agent Carter and Dum-Dum Dugan were
1: great. Oh, that was awesome.
2: The whole yeah, the whole opening was great. Yeah. Just uh just wonderful. I don't want to stretch this out too far because it, it, I just think we just uh we both agree that um the series is is continuing from the high point that it left last yeah, season. Yeah. It at.
1: definitely started off slow and has come into its own with the last uh what but was it, 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 about the last six episodes or so? Yeah. All the way yeah. into this season?
2: And then, of course, Patton Oswald. Yes. Coming back the, and, and... The LMD.
3: Yeah.
1: And I don't... That was one thing that I didn't like, that uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. guy, I don't remember his name, the new guy that's taken over for Ward.
2: Well, the uh, the, the mercenaries that have been hired on by S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Well, them too, but the, the new Ward... Oh, yeah. ...was talking to Sky, and they're like, well, it's a new brother every day. Like, You don't know about LMDs? You've been with S.H.I.E.L.D. all this time, and you don't know what an LMD is?
2: Yeah, maybe they just don't. It's not at his level that he he would know about them. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I think that guy is high enough we level. Maybe he's not Sky, but They still for haven't sure. said
2: he's an LMD.
1: He's an LMD, right? But if Come it's
2: on. Joss Whedon will let you go through a whole season or two thinking he is, then explain the real reason why he looks like the other guy. He will. Anyway, well, Derek's back, and we've we've covered S.H.I.E.L.D. fairly well. So the next thing we were going to talk about was Doctor Who Time Heist.
1: Oh, All right. Man. I'll be in the bathroom.
2: <laughs> you may have just named the podcast. Uh,
3: yeah. All right.
2: So Time Heist, which... Uh, it, it, did you watch you watch the um, commercials between when uh, Karen Gillian said it's an Ocean Ocean's Eleven Doctor Who episode
0: no I but it, please everybody said it. it's like it, it was very obvious What it, you know uh, but I, I want to say um, just because Ocean's Eleven is the one everybody's seen but right it's a heist it was yeah, just a heist there's I so mean, many heist movies it's, it's a
2: genre it was after the Fox
0: no it wasn't oh. uh the
2: Italian job, yeah.
0: Uh, who knows how how old it goes back, you know. But uh, anyway, so I did
2: like I did like Team Undead or Team Not Dead. Team Not Dead, yes. Yeah the 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 fact that those characters can be coming back now in in future episodes. Yeah. I think we'll see them again too. I hope
0: so. I especially liked the. Uh, Again, an episode that that made up, uh, you know, made an interesting commentary on on morality. It had a little depth behind it. The guy who said, you know, wh- the the cyber guy who, hacker who couldn't remember his life, right? Your whole when your whole I life, must have
2: loved them a lot because I you,
0: yeah, your whole life flashed before your eyes. Not for me. Yeah, and it was like, oh, nice, just a little quick, you know, not a lot of time to reflect on it, uh, you know. So I, I and it was fun except weird when that head melted but and a, f- um, a fair
2: number of com- commentaries on faces and identities as well back to his his face and the clue what's the face you don't like to see right. what's the you know right. i know who yeah
0: right so we're dealing with that you know it's interesting that after two the first two episodes hitting that idea of the afterlife so hard we haven't seen her now for th- like 3 weeks that character yeah um you know so we're we're dropping some of those this was but you're right, thematically hitting those things about faces. Uh, and just interesting. I have a fun, fun episode. And at the end, I, I'm i not sure how I feel about the doctor seems to be jealous after saying, I'm not your boyfriend. Yes. but But he's clearly trying to compete with Danny Pink to keep her from having one. Even after...
2: But it may not just be because he doesn't want her to have a girlfriend. It may be because she, he enjoys oh, he wants her company. girlfriend? No, no. It may, no that no. changes everything. It, it, it may be because... He enjoys her company. He's enjoying it. it and it, it he's it may com- be. competing with her for her company, not necessarily her Which affections. Which I
0: think... It, well, that is affections. It's... Uh, you know, I think of it as... I, I, I thought about it going, well, that is sometimes what happens... In a romantic with, way. What happens with best friends when someone when someone comes in a third party comes into that relationship yeah. regardless so but it was an interesting twist to after working so hard to prove to everybody that's not what this relationship is well it isn't but that's what this relationship it kind of does yeah yeah so
2: um, i did like the uh oh he had a moment staggering moment there when he was saying scarfs bow ties yes you know i was
0: going for for minimalist but i came out magician (laughs) it's like uh you know some really great really good and and we it has to be said because as soon as he said uh something something you buy that he was absolutely i don't know if you've watched uh the thick of it but he they totally played with the rhythm of his oh, yes, swearing in yes. the thick of it. it was like so a, there were people going. There were a couple of lines he said that were in the rhythm of his character so the, on Suckety Bye kind of thing. Bye, yes, which is it, which is you know the Effety Bye. Yes, and I which I just thought was like I oh, did I did messing, catch that you're messing with people now. Yes, well done, well done.
2: The shush, so. the shush, and the yes. When, I love it when everyone's being. Everyone is being silent in the room, and he says, Quiet! Quiet! Oh, no, shut up! Nope! Nope! And then, yeah.
0: yeah, that was. It was. Uh, it was he's a done fun. that a couple
2: times. It yeah. was a fun episode. Yeah.
0: And and it was, I, I like better that it's not so much that he's dark as so much as he's just peremptory. He's much ruder than the last two have been. And uh, that's okay. I still yeah. find him funny and charming and all that. So that's good. We can welcome Nate back to the podcast and talk about video games because. Um, and are you playing Infinite Crisis? Infinite Crisis, is that online? Yeah, what do you, what what do you call no. that type of it's a game, PC again? game? But isn't it but it's a web based one. Oh, it's yeah, it's
2: an a, MMORPG? No, it's not an MMORPG. It's a uh strategic uh it's a... What it's like League of Legends, or what do they call that? Which I don't play either. So. Yeah, but, but it's basically. But Justin does, it's, right? yeah, it, it's, uh, it's a game where you're playing at a three quarter view on the play field and you're controlling one character typically um, in a real time situation and going in and fighting um, other characters that are in that same world. So, uh, I you and I both played it in the beta. And it yeah. never really grabbed me either. I found it a little tedious. I played it once and
0: I just kept dying and I had no idea why. I had no idea what I was doing. And I admit, you know, kinda of take me back to the lame gamer days, which I haven't been like if I take on a new type of game, that seems to be I'm slow picking up. Yeah. So Well these uh, are
2: definitely a twitchy kind of game where you have to you have to be
0: able to hit the right keys. And my the computer right time, right? does tend to free you know, slow up and and so I just went. It's not worth it. I'm, I'm sitting here getting frustrated because I don't know what I'm doing, and then other people are getting frustrated with me because it's yeah. group play.
2: I'm like it's not worth it to me. So I. But never... you can play it against uh, against bots and stuff. Uh, my favorite part of the game was I loved playing the, the Joker because I loved the way he moved the kind of kind of bouncy run he had and. And that, they put some
0: fantastic characters in. You know, there are a lot of artwork. alternate universes, universe versions in. There's the Gotham by Gaslight Batman. You're saying yeah. they've unlocked the six champions. Yeah. The news you,
2: today was in their September update they've unlocked six new champion and six, six champions that previously you had to buy. Oh. Okay. And if you've bought them already, you get a rebate, which is that's pretty awesome. I well, mean, it's good. Not a lot of companies do that kind of that's stuff. That's
0: good. You know, I'm seeing. It does remind me that I'm seeing occasional. Gift cards for uh, the Marvel superhero game. And, you know, I'll talk it. As an MMORPG, people aren't talking about that game in the way they've talked about the DC Universe Online or even Superhero Squad. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that game. I haven't even tried it yet. And mm-hmm. I haven't played Superhero Squad in a while either because I think we talked about that when I was mad at what they'd done to my son. Uh-huh. But, um,. Not anything horrible. It was just you know, it was a it was a harsh Your son's data. It was harsh lesson in the in the world of online commerce. Yes, really, yes. Um, but there's
2: one game. But
0: it's an infinite game, not an infinite crisis, but a but infinite Disney, Disney Infinity 2.0 launched yesterday, and um, my criticism up front is I I don't know what happened with Xbox or Wii U, but the but while the launch was not as bad, at least as far as I know, as the Disney the first Disney Infinity for the PlayStation. It's day one and I still had a half hour of updating to do on my Playstation three from from the disc. They'd already They'd already had to roll out the update.
2: And this happens more and more often these days because they the sales of products are tied to a specific date. So they have to push stuff out even though there are bugs in it. And then they'll continue testing it while it's in the chain. Yeah. And as soon as it gets to the consumer, there's already an update. I played... Um, Oh, it was Castle Wolfenstein, the new version oh yeah,' of, I'm interested of Castle that, Wolfenstein yeah. it's really good it's a lot of fun if you if you like the previous games along those lines, but uh, it was i mean I've got a very fast con- connection, but i it had a significant amount of time downloading that that update, mm-hmm. and I've hit two seriously large updates, one of which failed, and I had to redo the whole thing. So and I find that frustrating, and the only reason with a kids
0: game that really frustrates me is, and I saw this a lot of this online when the Versus Disney Infinity came out, a lot of families were unprepared for the way that these things happen because by because most of the games you're buying for kids don't run into this kind of problem. Sure, you know because they're they're going to be most of what you're buying for kids are 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 simple. Licensed properties, perhaps, you know, or Nintendo has never really had this problem with, you know, when a Mar- when a Mario game comes out, it's done. There aren't there aren't updates to it. So you know this this was harsh for families to realize. Oh, you know, because the first, if people weren't aware, the first game was uh, there was a glitch so that it wouldn't actually save. You had to start over every time mm-hmm. for the first five days. Before they got that fixed, that that you'd have to update, you'd have to change, uh, restart every day, and going
2: through that opening sequence was oh yeah was not not just the not first just lose your data, but you had to go through the you don't know anything about this game, and now you're yeah. going to have to respond to everything. Ev- it was cute to something the first every time every twenty seconds. Yes, you couldn't just let it run and go outside out the room.
0: Yeah, same thing with this, uh, same kind of opening sequence, but I think better done. With all the new, but the mistake is uh, that it's all the Disney characters, not the Marvel characters, and the Disney characters, the new will, Disney characters that are yeah, the out Disney for the new ones two point and even at the end of that sequence, they go in and they meet some of the old figures, uh, but but Marvel is nowhere to be seen in that. Although there is a shot of Baymax and Hero. so the ones that are going to come out in January, Disney seems to be wanting you not to realize those are Marvel characters. Oh, very specifically, we're going to talk about that, is that actually they they told Marvel not to reprint the Big Hero 6 comics. Wow. It is uh, because they feel that they have made significant enough changes, and they're right, to one extent. But the other thing is, Big Hero 6, the comics, are part of the X universe. Hmm. So, I'm not saying that they're like pulling a fast one on Fox, but anything that ties into X Men, you know, and, and gives a gives a glamour to the Fox property is probably not, not in their best interest. But I do think they've changed it enough yeah. that even though Big Hero Six in the comics is high school age kids, there's the last series that Chris Claremont wrote uh was taking place in American high school, they come over and they help out and solve
2: problems there. Um but for a video game well even for the comics, it's it's the movies that Fox owns, right? The movie rights, yes, the movie rights. Yeah. So then that's the only. Yeah, media no, I,
0: I think it's just that it's yeah. it, that, it, that one is very kid friendly, and they're creating their own because Baymax certainly is very different uh-huh. between what we've seen from the movie and and what was in the comics. So, uh, you know, it, yeah, I can
2: it, see that. I can see them wanting to do that on the basis of that alone, yeah. not wanting to confuse. And the And they've got a lot viewers. of books
0: coming out. They've got a lot of big Hero Six story books and, yeah. and chapter books coming out. Um, so it, that's interesting, but, but it was a very long opening sequence to Disney infinity after a half hour of updating. And then, uh, and I promised myself, I'm going to play like 20 minutes. And then it was, it was about an hour and a half. I spent on it, that's but a gamer 20 minutes as a gamer 20. I'm not, I know, I'm too old for that crap. Uh, you know, but I did start to play the Avengers and I I'd say so far, uh, reasonable. I mean, and it's definitely got a good plot line going. Um, and I figure I'm going to take it slow because I could, have, I could have just, like, bought all the play sets and gone, like, but I think that was the mistake I made with the first one. Like, I've really not gotten far in Cars. Uh, I sort of eventually got far in Lone Ranger. Uh, I still haven't finished Toy Story. You know, because I because I was so busy, like going, I'm going to buy them all. I haven't finished Pirates. I finished Incredibles, and I did most of Monsters University. But when you had so many games at once, it was like uh, I don't know which to I'm play. I'm kind of in the same follow. boat. I
2: finished both Incredibles and Monsters University, and I've tried a little bit of each of the other ones.
0: So this way, I figured I'm going to stop. I'm going to hold off on the hold off play the Avengers through. Then I'll pick up Guardians or Spider Man. I won't. You know, I'm in no hurry. Because, boy, those things were all still, you know, the, the 1.0s are all still around. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is nice to see those characters, although really weird to have a Mar- an Avenger running around in uh, in the toy box mode. I just felt weird, like, you know, going through the tutorials with driving these Driving the big uh, Well, here's Merlin, and here's Thor meeting, yeah. Uh, oh, yes. Driving Cinderella's carriage. Oh, uh, no, I got the Autopia car. Thank you. Oh, I love the Autopia uh, yeah, car. Yeah, so the Autopia uh, car went in, and then he goes through Agrabah. So, I mean, that's the first thing you're supposed to take your figure. And that's why it's odd to me that there were no Disney figures available. Mm. So, because last night, almost everybody that allowed you to pre order said, like, you could get a a free figure uh, with it. So I I was going to go, I'll make it Donald or I'll make it a lot. You know, I'll make it something that's not an Avengers. I'll have something different to do. Right. And all the options were, were Marvel Heroes. I chose Nick Fury. Uh, they were going to offer, they said, well, we've got Groot and Rocket. And I looked and then it's like, well, it's not on your shelf. So you got it hidden away. And the other thing I did was I bought the, the deluxe collector's edition and oh my God, the thing is huge. It was like buying an electric guitar or a keyboard or something. Uh, like it was almost as big as me to carry out of the store. And and I took a photo. It was this almost... About,
2: about the size of Garage Band.
0: It was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a, a rock band. Rock band. It was... Uh, yeah, it was almost... Putting it in the trunk, it almost didn't fit in the trunk width-wise. And I just wanted to see it, like, f- for perspective. So, I had the width. It was almost the width of the car. And uh, because they boxed it side by side. So, you had this collector's case, which is uh, a stand with... Uh, ice crystals that you could put 4C batteries of all things uh, in because it's like a flashlight a nightlight I'm going to love it uh, with a a frost giant and then a stand for all of your Avengers and you buy the deluxe set it came with all the Avengers so you you had that basic six no villains available yet either which I would have been like except for Venom I would have bought I would have picked up Green Goblin, or I would have picked up Loki, because we know there's going to be a Loki figure. Yeah, it's interesting that they didn't release that now. Uh, so, the, but there'll probably be a, a villain three pack like there was for the first one. Yeah. So, but the mechanics of the game have changed; it's gotten more complex. It's not as backwards compatible as they were implying. I'm not going to say they promised it; it was more they implied it. Your stat, your figures from Disney One Point Infinity 1.0 can be played in the toy box, and in, in the, the 2.0 in, playoff. In the 2.0, and the discs can be used. The Hall of Heroes recreates, but you don't. But the data doesn't automatically shift over. Although that could be another flaw. That could be a glitch. And Sony
2: may have to set another update down. You really want to have that, that, that sense of accomplishment you have from one to carry on over to, to well, another Well, it was one, one reason, that's, you know, what keeps you in when I game.
0: asked my son, like I said, do you want to? Well, even Just Dance does that. Like, yeah. I bought my daughter Just Dance 2014 for Christmas last year, and she tried it in my house first. And because we would played all of them, uh, she played all of them over over with me. It said, as a, because you're a loyal customer, it, download, it unlocked like three new songs because she had been consistently putting the discs in my Wii system. And I went, that's really cool. And so I thought the same thing. I, like, I was considering, I'm glad I didn't because really I've got better things to spend my money on, but I was going uh, to th- thought about, well, I'll do it on PS4. And I looked at my son and I said, should I do the PS4? And he said, Dad, we can't lose all our hard work. And, exactly. and uh, That's exactly the way he put it. And uh, and so to not get it to carry over, and then I can't tell yet, and somebody can write in who's got more time. I really only got to play with the figure you know, for maybe probably really a half an hour once all was said and done. I just didn't do as much exploring as I wanted because it was late. I was tired. I wanted to get into the adventure. If there are statues that you're supposed to create and awards you're supposed to get for uh, the new figures – I can't figure out where they're supposed to go, but I do like the new system of choosing powers, trying to you know buying new new abilities throughout the game, like a, like a, like another like any other kind of game really would be, but also what Skylanders has already been doing with uh, Swap Force, and uh, and actually I sh- I take that back because you even uh, it had been part of Skylanders from the beginning, so you know which is fascinating to watch that. We didn't really talk, because that's the next big one for those who are into these toy-based games. (coughs) Trap Team is going to come out in October, and I'm really kind of interested in my, because they're taking the next step of that. That's a game I I demoed at Comic-Con where they're actually playing with sound design in that game, so that when you trap a character, it literally goes from, the sound goes from the TV to the portal because you've got a, uh, got a bad guy trapped in the portal. And then the portal has a speaker. So, oh, and, the portal has a speaker. And, okay. and when you're playing as, as one of the heroes, the portal, whatever bad guy you've got trapped, uh, makes snide remarks throughout, throughout, and it's coming from the portal so they're playing they moved you know they're playing with sound design and i really like seeing that that companies are trying to change the way the experience works and and that is making something physical i like that as well so and that's one thing i've loved about infinity what i loved about skylanders the idea that kids had toys too and i know jason salazar has said the same thing his daughter plays with all the disney infinity figures she doesn't play the game
2: yeah but that's 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 one of those nice things. You, you you can look back at the at the series one stuff that you got, and they're beautiful figures. And, I, and you can say I didn't play the games, but I've got this lovely collection of figures. And you didn't spend that much on them compared to like what Jason spends on the vinyls. Yeah, you know, <laughs> frankly, they're better looking than the vinyls are. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, um, but the 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 idea that your data isn't carrying over is a big mistake. The, the the idea that that is something that is happening more and more in games, especially games that are continuations of storylines or characters that are going on. I'm trying to remember. I could not remember the name of the – there's a big um, spawning space you – know, you know, galaxy spawning space game. Um it's had a Dead couple, Space? No, no, it's had a couple of – Mass co- Effect? Mass Effect. So Mass Effect, each one of the new ones – can take your character from the last one and bring it forward, and you can continue playing a, that it, character. Yeah, that's there's that's dead simple programming to do. Go, go ahead and yeah. do, and there's no reason not to do it. And the idea that they, they well, again, didn't someone, feel like
0: someone cor- can correct me because you have not yet gotten your Xbox hopefully. version. We'll you no, know, and as I'm yeah. saying, I could be wrong because I did not play in the way that someone who's going to give a serious review, you know, because some people got it ahead of time, some yeah. sites did, um, and I know we're not at that level. Um uh, but lo- but loyal listeners please write in and tell uh, you know and 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 convince people that we are of, well, of the that other level. thing
2: is you changed platforms right No I did not Or you're no, still on PlayStation 3 No
0: I'm on PlayStation 3 I didn't I didn't upgrade I thought to you PS4. Said you were go PS4 No because my son said we can't lose all our hard, hard, right, our, right, our hard right, right work So
2: um, But I would expect that yeah uh, if I have the same login in, yeah. in Xbox as right. I do on the 360 on the, on the right. 1. Right, I was playing on the same profile last night, and it should
0: yeah. be. But what I'm saying is if they, if they had a half-hour update already, it's possible that it could be a flaw in the way Sony did it. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, they need to, that, that there was a glitch and they needed to fix that.
2: It's possible. It's ironic. Debbie is sitting over on the couch watching TV with the headphones on. But because we've been saying Xbox so much, the Xbox One has taken that as a voice <laughs> instruction a couple of times, and she's had to tell it to stop listening. Ah, welcome to my household.
0: Big well, awesome.
2: Big Bomber is watching.
0: Uh, I know he's not there anymore, but I, but I, the pun wouldn't have worked any other way. So uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's my first take. Now I'll have a. Co- I'll probably spend a little time tonight, and I'll spend a little time. Next couple nights, well, so by the time we pod we podcast next, next time you'll have had a chance to play it. Yep. I don't know if Nate's going to get get a chance, but um, you know, the, the, and I might get some feedback from my kids because they're playing on a Wii U. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, and so we'll see if there's a significant gameplay. It may be a while uh, before I, I sit down with the kids and say like, "What's different? What's you know, how do the how do these platforms compare?" But but among us we've got all the three major, uh, public and what yeah. actually excited me was, you know, it still came with the little, the online collector's card. So I was kind of like, well, I think it'd be kind of fun to be able to be distracted occasionally on PC and play with a toy box with Thor yeah. and Iron Man yeah. and just kind of goof around. And you know, we'll see. We'll see. So, um, yeah, they opened
2: that all up too. They opened up all the characters on that. On the uh, oh, did they? toy box? Yeah, oh. at least I uh, got a notification on my uh, iPad that they did.
0: And what I want to see because the thing I've I, I did enjoy about the first one is what the crystals are. I know that the, the Sorcerer Mickey will finally have the crystal version mm. with 2.0 because I saw some Infinity blogger had it and said like, "What do you think?" And I was like, I was "Supposed to go on?" I think I hate you. What do you think it. I
2: think? Yeah.
0: Well, maybe it'll show back up on 1.0. Yeah, and the price about to drop on 1.0. I'm sure because that because that's what I'm oh, sure. With and the thing I wanna wanna say there is if you didn't go on to Disney Infinity, buy the one Yeah. Th- those games are fun, and especially if you have kids, those games are
2: fun. So if you're gonna if you were gonna go minimalist on one right now, what would you buy? Let's say you the, the you have to give the main okay. set. Okay, so you get what the main set. What three characters would you buy along with that?
0: Uh, um had a Heck of a lot of fun with um, Ralph. Uh huh. Agent P has the best mini game. Ralph from Wreck It Ralph. Oh, Wreck It -It Ralph. Ralph. Okay. Uh, You were thinking John Goodman played King Ralph. Uh, No, that uh, and he's also Sully. Sully, Uh, that's it. Yeah. No, um, Wreck It Ralph. Uh, John C. Riley has a good sound alike for one thing, and I a great have, figure too. And it's a great it's figure, a little,
2: little large.
0: Um, I would and I would go with um, yeah, Agent P because he has I think one of the best abilities, which okay. actually Thor is close to. And, that, and now that I say it and realize, yeah, Agent P I've had the most fun with, um, and and he has the best mini game because they each come with a minigame uh-huh. And each figure has and Agent P's is the best. Um, and Jack Skellington. I think because if you know one it's I think it's the best sculpt be- because it's already a stop motion figure the change to being a doll doesn't have a major redesign to it. He I was looks I was exactly thinking Jack like
2: Skellington actually my answer would be um, the I would actually say get the four Incredibles family figures. Just because oh, it yeah, yeah, feels, uh, I, and I loved that that world. I loved the the, the city that they were in. And, I could
0: see that, yeah. and they have a and they have a good variety of powers. Yes. Um, my only problem with the Incredibles game was that I felt like, okay, at our age, we're okay with it, but I think that game gets a little aggro if you've got a six or seven year old. And the Omni Droids just keep coming. while you're yep, trying Yeah, that's to what made it a better else. game for me. As for a you, gamer. Yeah. but but I'm saying, you know, I. But if I were six or seven, and a if lot I was of six or
2: seven, are, I'd have them in the play. I say, I play in the play in the sandbox for a while. That's
0: that's you know, but that's not the way it. it, it know, works yeah. in other families. Um, you know, um, not every family has their son crying, Dad. Can I have time with the video game? Uh, <laughs> so just yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I but I'd go for a variety because I think that's yeah. the that's the thing is that the, 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 they did a good job of opening it up and they're doing a good job of opening it up with the next one, you know, who's surprisingly powerful in the, in the first one uh, is the sorcerer Mickey. It's actually really fun to fight with. And uh-huh. I hadn't realized, you know, cause I, cause I, you got that. Uh, Jason gave me the, the D 23 figure, uh, version of it, which is just like the stars are a different color. And I just kind of put it aside. I didn't play it for a long time. And then Luke started playing with it. And I went, oh, this is like he's, he's really kind of aggressive in a fun way, almost like the way Mickey is in Fantasia from that time period. And, uh, and I like that, you know, so it's cool. But I like Jack because it comes, obviously obviously I love Nightmare Before Christmas. And it comes with so many interesting things. And it's fun to hear the music, and, uh, you know, which is also not a bad PS2 game. Uh, is the night before Christmas game they did,
2: so. See, so I like I like Mister Incredible because he's kind of a Hulk character. Yeah, no, no, uh, and then he's got some great dialogue. And it, when you want him to do something else, you just put him in one of those vehicles, or you give him a giving well,
0: a. Well, you know, and I, I really like is when you get to a, a level how they start interacting cross universe, uh, cross a plat night platform, uh, cross franchise. Uh-huh. Like how like if you put because Luke and I have done this. Uh, Luke went through this space where we created a toy box, and we liked playing. He would play Violet, and I'd play Ralph because I'm just trying to level up each of my characters, right? right. So he's playing Violet, and I'm playing Ralph, and Ralph, like if he stands next to Violet, goes, "You couldn't trouble to give me a super suit," and you know, <laughs> and like they recognize who they're with, yeah, which is really interesting. And at one point, you you, you could start putting create you could where all the other characters from Monsters University showed up. And in the toy box, he placed them all there. And I was playing with Phineas. And Phineas, like, said, hey, you guys are monsters. And I am like, "I was like, w- it's really interesting to hear what's been coded in. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure there's probably some other hidden secrets. Which it's great will.
2: that we go. It's great to hear what's been coded in. And kids just go, they're so real. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then there's a part of me that gets sort of... Are they are they exceeding their programming? Are they watching the us I, too? Is this the AI? <laughs> Disney three point is going to be the AI? No. So uh, anyway, that's uh, I think that wraps us up that for this does. evening. That does that wraps up the agenda. Um, and we'll we'll come back with more Disney Infinity news and 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 more of all kinds of things. We will be appearing by the way, if you've uh, uh, on Saturday, I, I'm sure it's sold out. But just to be aware that we have a special uh, edition episode coming up. We'll be doing a live podcast and they're all live to us but uh, live in front of an audience, audience a live studio at audience. Convolution in uh, is that officially San Mateo or San it's a Burling it's Burlingame. Game. Burlingame Burlingame California Convolution this weekend uh, and uh, we'll have at least come one come be part of the
2: audience and you can win
0: prizes I've got a couple yeah and we've got a couple of we'll probably have a couple of guests on there and um, so that's a fun convention we've done a couple podcasts out of there uh, but this time we're actually in a in a room right we're yes, actually we're not just in the lobby catching people as they come out of the dealers room, though that was fun um, this is this will be nice to it was more challenging from me. an
2: audio modeling standpoint
0: well it also had its challenges you know some of the guests came by with alcohol uh, so uh, anyway we'll be there and then we will we'll, we'll go back to our regularly scheduled podcast at a later point if you've got any questions comments compliments commentary criticism right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, and of course, again, listen to us on iTunes, Rate Us, Stitcher. Uh, what else did I say? www.fanboyplanet.com. And of course, you can find uh, you can find things on Amazon. The Amazon link, helpfully provided, and uh, and of course, donate through PayPal. I went through that very fast. Uh, but anyway, the point is because it's late I think the I point p- if I you've I heard play, about
2: things on this broadcast, uh,
0: I w- we set it up. I set it up front, so yeah. I always want to play Infinity Two and I want to watch Shield tonight. <laughs> Uh, so uh, your yes. lips are a blur. Uh, they are. I'm, 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 I'm like the flash of talking. Oh, one last <laughs> thing. You know what? Let's let's bring it up at a, on our live show on Saturday. Oh, okay. And that way, people will will listen in, and then we'll have. They're going to have to wait until Saturday to hear what I'm holding in my hand. I know. Isn't that exciting? It's a cliffhanger, so people. Uh, get it? Get I want to know what it is. A cliffhanger.
2: That was a clue. Oh,
0: that was a clue. All right. So. Uh, Till the next time and beyond, I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
1: I'm Dave Costa.
2: And I'm Rick Snyder. reminding you to use your your powers only only for good. good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.
3: The power of brains compels you. Okay, I think we got this down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Till the next time and beyond. I'm Derek McCaw, editor in
2: chief of FanboyPlanet.com.
0: I'm Dave Costa,
2: and I'm Rick Brett Reminding you to use your, your powers only, only for good.
0: <laughs> Do you he's feel like just, the ending of the show sort or of like The Exorcist? Like we're you know <laughs> like somebody's backmasking over. Yeah. Road, <laughs> Damien. <laughs> Why did you let me die, Damien?
2: Okay. All right, man. All Maybe. Right,
0: gents. Sir.
2: So should we should still try and get in touch with you on Saturday?
0: Um, I'm going to text you and see how, you, yeah, see how it's going on Saturday Yeah, shoot me a morning. text and uh, we'll see what's going on. Sorry. Okay.
2: okay shoot cool. me a text and we'll see what's going on. Cool. All righty. All right. How's the weather down there? It was very warm today. It was really? about 100 today. Oh, wow. my God.
0: It's officially autumn. Could you tell God?
2: It's been it's it's been like just high seventies at the most down here, like 78, uh, yeah. 79. eight, seventy nine.
1: Didn't sound so bad. Yeah, we might get rain tomorrow.
0: I know. I had, dinner, I had a dinner in Pacifica with my brother last night, and it, I did get a, just a little mist. It was nice. I was like, ah. "What's it like?" It's like I think I'm gonna retire in Pacifica. Uh-huh. I said, "Can I buy like you know a place like?" Two blocks away from my brother, and we'll just get together and, and, and argue in our 60s and 70s. There you go. Uh, it was actually really funny because uh, he and his buddies uncovered, because, you know, my brother has Rob Schneider's old house. I and, did not know that. Anything. Yeah, he bought it from Rob Schneider's estate, I guess. you know for, it, it, was his, it was Schneider's dad's first, and they wrote Deuce Bigelow in this house. And oh. uh, so he uncovered, in, in the back of the house, there was like this hill. Three feet of dirt. They dug, I don't know why he chose to dig down, like he built a little staircase down. And there was a patio that was just completely covered in three <laughs> feet of soil.
2: Has he been taking pictures of this? Has he oh, I say? took
0: a picture of it. I took a picture of it. And so I texted Carr, because the other thing is, then then the mail comes. And there's more mail for Rob Schneider than there is for my brother. Wow. <laughs> it's junk mail. Wow. But it was, uh, <laughs> but it was like... It's like... Checks or <laughs> so I texted the photo to uh, of the of the the no it was like you know catalog stuff uh, and I texted it to Car and Susan and Car said and and then Car said you know I said it, Rob Schneider gets more money more mail to his house than my brother does and I get the LOL back and I say and by the way we've uncovered a patio and beautiful like with turquoise tile and so wow. forth. Uh, you know
1: that <laughs> <laughs> the
2: weirdest archaeology it's like perfectly ever.
0: preserved underneath this pile
1: yeah, of dirt. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, this big
2: box, golden box, at one side. Well, we, no. We,
0: so I so I texted back and said so we found uncovered this patio. We because my it was my brother's friend that was digging and said uh, you know under three feet of dirt. And he goes, well, maybe you'll find comics down there. And I said, dead stand ups That's what I told my brother too. Is we're gonna find you know corpses. And he said, no. Apparently Schneider had a really big comic collection. So now I feel like. All right, we're going to dig deep. There's a script there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was called "Comic Book Villains." James Robinson wrote it. It was a Tales movie. from the
2: Crypt from Rob uh, Schneider's Crypt. Script. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> no, it's hilarious because I told my brother, "It's like everywhere around this property is like a little nook for a barbecue. I'm like you just need to set up a barbecue at every single side of the house. So no matter where, where we what exit we take, there's a barbecue happening." <laughs> <laughs> Because he's setting up as an art installation. Because so, in his old apartment, he had a grant from the Andy Warhol. I can War- leave
2: this in the outtake, can I? Yeah. Okay. He
0: had it set up as a lot well, of know. I mean, I don't want to be committing, uh, what do you, not slander. Um,
2: we well, said nothing better about Robert Schneider. Robert
0: Schneider? Not yet. Uh, every,
2: if everything was observable from own, from own, properly uh, okay. owning his property, that's but fine.
0: But there's nothing more about Robert Schneider. But my brother had an Andy Warhol, a grant from the Andy Warhol Foundation to be this little independent gallery in his old place, 31 Roche Street, matter of public record. You know, and he'd have these indie artists. So now he he's got this larger property, and so he's put he's had, has an opening a show opening Saturday, and uh, in, in now in, in Pacifica during Fog Fest. So, but we've got convolution, so I'm not going to be able to go to Fog Fest uh, and and attend uh, and see my brother's opening. But so there's a lot of sculptures now in the parking lot because Rob Schneider's dad was a real estate agent. So the first floor of this house. Was his real estate office, ah. which my brother's completely redone, torn out stuff and, and and redone, but basically his driveway is like it's a parking lot, and it says no church parking because there's a <laughs> church of Jesus Christ Science, uh, Christian Science, uh, right across the tiny little street, um, so. <laughs> No church
2: it, parking, but if you're here from Walgreens, that's if you're, okay. If you're here, and there's no Walgreens. Please, Pacifica. I don't know. Whatever.
0: There's a there's a very nice uh, new and used bookstore down the way, and so they can park next there. to a bait and tackle. No, no, no. The library, uh, the library can park there, but no, no church parking. And uh, so, but his buddies are are putting up these sculptures in the driveway, and so that's kind of interesting, and and that he, he's reviving. I can't remember what he's calling the show, but it's like. The moving of Roush away from San Francisco into the and I, I keep teasing him. He's going to be like the, you know, he's going to be the icon of Pacifica, noted local artist because you know he's he got a show opening in the Getty for God's sake in April, you know, and, and it's you know you're going to be like this picture. Like we go to this restaurant and the guy goes, where have you been? Where have you been? And he's like uh, Alaska for two months,
2: and. <laughs> <laughs> so, I gave him a picture a couple years ago. We eat free for life. So, no, we
0: paid. But it was good. We had Mexican-Peruvian cuisine last night. Mm. It was, yeah, it was really good. A take on the a Peruvian enchilada, I'm going to say, kicks the butt of a Mexican enchilada. Really? <laughs> like,
2: what kind of seasoning?
0: Um, it, it was just different and a lot of chunk. Instead of shredded, it was... It was chunks of chicken. It was just. It was more well, like what, Cuban then. Cuban. Uh, well, yeah. It, it was like. It, it, I'll even say. I'm sure that was no pun. with that's but it connected in my. Was it was like little cubes of chicken, and it was seasoned very differently. Yeah. And just delicious. Yeah. So. F- fun, and then I, you know, I walked around. It's, it's it's a lovely little community. Yeah, and they have a Taco Bell on the beach. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's actually Pacifica. But it is awesome. Like, there's a window for the surfers to come up and order tacos.
2: <laughs> and at a Taco Bell.
0: At, at a Taco Bell. You know, they, they, they order food. You know, so there's a surfer window. A surf-through window. That's Not awesome. a drive-through. There's a surf-through. It's it's great. So, I you know, I love it. Wow.
2: Alrighty. Yep. That's a wrap. And away we okay. go. Good night, Nathan. Have a good weekend. You too. We'll talk to you later, hopefully.
1: All right. Alrighty. Bye. Bye for now you <laughs>